the best in class podcast summer breakdown and look back at the draft rolls on it's almost done today is the nfc west with sean sullivan JoeBucksFan.com draft guru and the general manager at Bill Curry Ford. One more division to go, which we're going to pop out tomorrow. And then Sean is going to transition into looking at a lot of rookies and where they're fitting in this season across the NFL like he always does. And uh, second year players as well. Here he is, Sean Sullivan, Best in Class podcast presented by Bill Curry Ford. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Best in Class coming to you live from Bill Curry Ford Studios in Tampa. Hi, my name is Sean Sullivan. The next 25 minutes of your, of your life are mine. We're going to talk football, which is fantastic. Say hi, Grace. Hi. So please go to Bill Curry Ford and visit and see all these amazing specials. The concierge service, I, I'm not going to go in depth because the, the commercial explains it all. So click on it. It'll walk you through step-by-step step how to order a new vehicle uh, and, and go over our lifetime warranty as well. We have amazing specials right now. New showroom, construction going on. Please forgive the dust. Forgive, forgive us uh, for all of the things that we're doing to make Tampa great because that's what we're doing. We're going to be fantastic and you guys deserve it. We have an amazing deal going on right now in our service department where we're doing the works package for $59.99. Oil, filter, tire and wheel, and what else am I missing? Oh, windshield wipers. Oh, and by the way... Uh, as of today, we're going to start giving away teddy bears to all the children who come into our service department. So, Grace, order some teddy bears. We're going to start doing it. Okay. All right, so I'm very excited about that. All right, so Gronk News, basically, it's a soap opera, guys. We're not going to talk about it. We signed Kyle Rudolph. Rudolph is going to be our tight end. If Gronk wants to come back during playoff time, then one of those guys will find injured reserve. That's the way it's going to work. We don't have to have a long conversation about it. Not talking about Leonard Fournette's weight. Leonard Fournette does not need to be in shape 12 months out of the year. We are spoiled fans who think that for some reason this gentleman can't have a vacation for two months and then come in a month before training camp and get into shape. Guys, stop being so ridiculous, right? Stop with all the posts and texts about being ridiculous. The guy, the, it's, this is not a year-round business for them, right? The, the guy, if the guy gets out of shape and gains 20 pounds because he's spending time with his family... And then he wants to, a month before training camp, hit the weights. This man's a professional. He knows what he's doing. He knows his body better than you, better than me. Leave the guy alone, right? If he reports to training camp and in the first preseason game, he can't finish the game because he's 260 pounds and he's overweight, then you can, guys, then everybody jump on the guy. But enough with the 12-month round year. Uh, we're just spoiled with Brady, where Brady says he stays in shape. Whatever. I have no problem with athletes playing the game at a high level and then taking two months to be with their families and then going, okay, now it's time to go back to work, right? That's what Lenny is doing. And uh, Lenny, if you're listening, I know that, uh, I hope that you do listen because I like you very much. I'm on your side on this one, buddy. You can be a man and your family, a family man. You don't have to hit the gym for two a days until it's time to, to, to put your big boy pants on and score some touchdowns for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right, moving on because I'm going to get all upset about that one. Again, I like to thank the Inferno, Amazing Women, NFL Football. Guys, please check it out, right? Their fan base is growing. Our fan base is growing, which is awesome. My listeners are up. Please share my podcast with your friends and family. And I'm being talked into a Dynasty Rookie League. Again, more fans coming to begging me for uh, a Dynasty League. I guess that's what we're doing, Grace. Next year, we're going to do a Rookie Dynasty League draft for fantasy football listeners. But So, Steve at Joe Bucks fan. You're going to love this, but I'm getting a lot of requests for it, so we're going to put that in. So this, we're going to wrap up today with the NFC West. 
and then we're going to break out of the draft talk and we're going to start talking about rookies and mini camps. We're going to see who the stars are, who's not playing well, and, and, and I'll have that information for you in the next couple of weeks. It's going to be terrific. I'm going to be going to Bucks practice. I'm going to be seeing some of our rookies. Looking forward to that. All right. All right. Let's just jump into the NFC West, right? Arizona Cardinals. Uh, round two, pick 55, Trey McBride, tight end Colorado State. If you are a football fan, you know who Trey McBride is because he caught wide receiver numbers as a tight end at Colorado State. The guy's a catching machine. He's going to be an instant fantasy football target for all of you fantasy football people. And he's going to be a lot of fun in that offense with the $250 million man. Um, that's the contract that he just signed. Round three, pick 87, Cameron Thomas out of San Diego State. Here's a pass rusher, a double-digit sack guy in college, went to the Senior Bowl, didn't impress much. I really thought he would play better. I don't know what his motor's like. Is his, I guess that's the question. Is his motor going to be on in the NFL? Is he going to take plays off? We'll see, but the guy's shredded. The guy, the guy looks the part. Uh, he played the part in college. So let's see how he does with the Cardinals because the Cardinals, you know, let some top pass rushers walk away. Majay Sanders, defensive end Cincinnati. I love this guy. Talked about on the best in class um, breakdown of defensive ends. I love him as a pass rusher. He's very small. He reminds me a lot of, of who the Bucks picked. Oh, my gosh. I'm not going to be able to remember it. We picked a, a, line, a smallish linebacker to rush off the end and um, hurt his shoulder. Plays for the Atlanta Falcons special teams. Keontae Ingram, running back USC. He's just a depth guy. Latidia Smith, uh, offensive guard, Virginia Tech. A guy that actually I was very high on as a guard. Some of the scouts, I mean, the guy lasted a pick 215. I don't know what they're looking for. I don't know how you can have uh, be unathletic as a guard. This guy's big and strong and holds the line. So I don't know what they're looking for, but I, I think that this guy makes the team. Christian Matthew, cornerback, Valdosta State. I know nothing about Christian Matthew. I don't follow Valdosta State. He wasn't in my breakdown of corners. Jesse Lukutuka, linebacker, Penn State. Another guy I've known nothing about. He was not in my linebacker breakdown. Marcus Hayes, offensive guard, Oklahoma, fell all the way to round seven, pick 257. That has to be some kind of off-the-field problem. This guy can play guard, right? So Arizona went out and got Trey McBride, instant starter. Cameron Thomas is going to start for them at defensive end. My Jay Sanders probably will start at linebacker uh, and not play defensive end. So I think he does get playing time. Keontae Ingram out of USC is a guy, just a guy. Latita Smith is a guy that will play guard for them. And then Marquise Hayes that they picked in the seventh round I think has a chance to make the team. I'm very, very interested in how my Jay Sanders plays in the NFL because I think he's going to be a big-time player, and a lot of scouts are really down on him because of his size. He was 225 pounds, I think, at the Combine. You know, they were hoping he'd be more like 240, which was his playing weight at Cincinnati, which is still on the small side. But listen, if the guy has pass rushing moves, he's aggressive, fast. That's really all I need. I think he plays with anger. I do really do like that. Trey McBride's a, a terrific pick by the Cardinals. So overall, a decent job. The Rams, who got lucky and beat the Buccaneers and won a Super Bowl, who got lucky on a damn call. And when I say lucky, you were one play away from going home and the Bucs winning the Super Bowl. So I don't want to hear you bragging too much. I saw your videos of your rings. You know what you should put on there? Lucky. You, you know, when the Bucks win it, we went through the gauntlet when we won the Super Bowl. The gauntlet. We went through the Packers in Green Bay, right? Who does that? We do that because Aaron Rodgers is a choke artist, right, Lee? So basically, we went through a gauntlet of teams. The Rams didn't. The Rams played 49ers with a hurt Debo, they, and they, they barely beat the Super Bowl champions on a lucky fluke play, right? 
and then they they beat the Bengals, who were offensive line still needs to be addressed. So uh, I'm not giving you any more credit, Rams. Round three, they pick Logan Bruss. If you guys listen to Best in Class Offensive Guard Breakdown, Logan was a guy that I wanted the Bucks to look at. He could play both guard positions and play right tackle. He's a terrific depth piece. Uh, Jacoby Durant, QB South Carolina State. Here's a guy in, in round four. Showed some athletic ability. Kind of shined, I, I, I think, a little bit at the combine. But again, on the smallish side. Uh, round five, Kyrene Williams, running back Notre Dame. Here's a guy that every scout is high or low on. The guy is short. The guy's not very compact. He's not very heavy. Doesn't He's not very fast, but he just continues to gain yards. I mean, there's been several people like him in the NFL that have had successful careers, but it's just not very often. Uh, Quentin Lake, safety UCLA, great safety class. Here's a guy in the sixth round, probably would have been a fourth-round draft pick. I think he definitely makes a team. Darion Kendrick, cornerback Georgia, love him. Round six, pick 212. Really, guys? You're gonna pick. You're gonna pick Kendrick in the sixth round. Really, this guy can play, right? Let's make no mistake. You drafted Jacoby Durant in the fourth round. There's a. I, I think that Darian Kendrick is a better player. Round seven, pick two thirty-five from Tampa. Daniel Hardy, linebacker, Montana State. Again, uh, he's one of those guys you bring to camp and see if he can do anything. Rush Yeast, safety, Kansas State. Don't know anything about him. And AJ Akuri, offensive tackle, Michigan State. Round seven, pick two sixty-one again from Tampa. I don't know um, him very, very well. He wasn't in any of my breakdowns, so I, I don't know if he's if he's just a special teams player or a guy that's a practice squad player. You know, the Rams really, when they when you break down their draft, they go after some interesting players, you know, that are just high-risk players that if they hit, they're going to be superstars, and if they don't hit, they're going to be cut within a year. It's just really strange. Logan Bruss, solid player. Never you know, On him, he's going to start from day one. But Jacoby Durant's one of those hit-or-miss guys. Kyron Williams, the running back out of Notre Dame, another guy. He's either going to be really great for you or he's going to be absolutely terrible. The way they draft, it's just so so interesting to me. Then they draft Kendrick in the sixth round, who's a better player than their fourth-round draft pick. They take a chance on an A.J. Akuri uh, out of Michigan State. It's just so strange to me that, you know, this guy's either going to be a great run blocker for them or he's not even going to make the team. That's all I have to say about the Rams. Hit or miss hit or miss Rams. I think that's what I'm going to start calling them. That's what they do. 49ers are next. Round two, pick 61. Drake Jackson, linebacker, USC. Solid pick. He definitely fits the 49er mold. Uh, strong, physical guy. Can run. Tyreen Davis-Price, running back, LSU. Here was a guy that was a highly rated guy. LSU program. To me, he never really put it together, which is why he fell to pick 93. I still think that's a little high for him. But who am I to question the 49ers who make Louisiana six-round draft picks Pro Bowl players, right, And Elijah Mitchell? So the 49ers, whoever they have at their running backs, they, they are a really great job of breaking down running backs. So we'll see. This this Tyreen Davis-Price might, might be a guy that does something. Danny Gray, uh, SMU wide receiver. There's so much to talk about about uh, Danny Gray. But let's just say he, his hands are suspect. He can get open with speed. Um, he has two routes. He doesn't run a full route tree. There's a lot of scouts that are really high on him and a lot of scouts that think he's absolutely terrible. So there's another guy that's just in the, just in the gray area. Spencer Buford, offensive tackle, UTSA. This is a guy that a lot of um, people wanted you to look at, um, at moving to guard. I think he's going to move to guard. Samuel Womack, cornerback Toledo. My old coach from Jesuit High School coaches at Toledo. Mr. Wiener, it's a shout-out to you, uh, Coach. He works with Toledo. He's a fantastic offensive uh, coach. 
But Samuel Womack is a guy that has a chance to make it in the NFL. Round uh, five, pick 172. Round six, uh, offensive tackle out of Fordham, uh, Nick Zick. Zakije, I think he's a special teams player or practice squad player. Another pick six guy, Kalia Davis, defensive tackle, UCF, uh, a local guy. I'm actually glad that he got drafted. I thought there was a chance he wasn't going to get drafted, but this guy can play. I think there's a chance that he finds a spot on the 49ers. Tariq Castro-Fields, cornerback, Penn State. No idea who this guy is. Pick six, 221. Wasn't on any of my draft boards. Brock Purdy, QB, Iowa State. I watched Brock a lot at this at the um, at this um, combine. I watched his throws a lot. He just looks like I mean we can say he looks like a backup QB because he's round seven. I I, I I really liked his arm strength. I, I really liked his ball placement. Um, but he just he doesn't look like an NFL quarterback. He doesn't pass the NFL quarterback test as far as just looks. I don't know what it is about him, but. I don't know if it doesn't move fast enough compared to the other guys, but um, and I know why they took a flyer on him in round seven. But I mean, I, I know that's an interesting pick, but but we'll see how that goes. Um, as far as this Tariq Castro Fields guy, again, a guy that I that I told you I don't know a lot about, um, and, and I didn't do the breakdown. One of the scouts that I was looking at said that it was a big time guy because he made uh, life um, hard for Ohio State uh, wide receivers in 2021. So basically they're they're talking about him, you know, shutting down Garrett Wilson for a game and that that that's his claim to fame is one game and he gets beaten a lot. I don't understand some of these the way the scouts break down um, what they're doing. And then of course Danny Gray is another guy that I told you was in the middle. So if you go back to the 49ers draft, you almost want to fall asleep. You almost want to put like pasta on the on the stove and let the let the spaghetti go because Drake Jackson, Tyring Davis Price, Danny Gray, Spencer Bureau, Bureford, Samuel Womack, Nick Ziggy, uh, Khalil Davis, uh, Tariq Castro Fields, and Brock Purdy. Does anybody in any of those names does it make you say they had a, a great draft? This is a draft of unknown players, in my opinion. This is a draft of guys that are were on the cusp of being middle of the pack players like middle of the draft what i'm saying was what i'm talking about i don't the, the 49ers just unspectacular draft and as a draft guy my goodness man pick somebody that that actually can bring some excitement to your team all right uh the sea chickens we're going to go through the sea chickens quick because i hate them i hope they lose their franchise they're terrible people pete carroll sucks right all right sea chickens round one Charles Cross, offensive tackle, Mississippi State. Obviously, the Seahawks decided after Russell Wilson gets traded, let's now address the offensive line. So, again, another smart brain trust uh, deal here. They finally draft a starting uh, left tackle. Uh, round two, uh, Boye Mafe, linebacker, Minnesota. This guy played out of position. Uh, I think at the Senior Bowl, he destroyed everybody around him. I think he has some pass rush potential. And he was linked to the Bucks several times. Um, but he's a tweener. He's not big enough, and he's not and he, and, uh, to play defensive end. Um, and I think he's too slow for linebacker. So he's one of those hybrid players that's just gonna have to. He's just gonna have to play violent and make a way for himself. But he's in Seattle, so I hope he fails, right? And then we'll pick him up and make him a star. Kenneth Walker, the third running back, Michigan State. For all you fantasy football people, Kenneth Walker is gonna get a lot of carries for the Seattle Seahawks. Kenneth Walker was the number one running back going into the offseason. He got the most carries at Michigan State. He's the most proven running back as far as carries and production. 
this guy is going to get, they're going to run the hell out of this guy with the sea chickens. Uh, Abraham Lucas, offensive tackle, Washington. Again, the Seahawks uh, addressed the offensive line in round three after not addressing the offensive line for 10 years when they have a Pro Bowl Hall of Fame uh, quarterback in Russell Wilson. Congratulations to Brain Trust of the uh, Sea Chickens. Um, Kobe Bryant, round four, is one of my favorite players. It broke my heart to see that he was drafted by Seattle. Kobe Bryant is a, is a guy that um, played opposite Sauce Garner, and he got everybody through at this kid. They didn't throw at Sauce Garner. Everybody threw every game. They threw at Kobe Bryant. Boom, 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 boom. And he held his own. Like, like you want to talk about a, 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 a defensive back under fire. My goodness. Sauce Garner didn't give a touchdown up his entire career. Kobe Bryant was, was just absolutely gunned at every single game. And, and he, you know what? He bounced back. He has the right mindset. I think he's a terrific player. I think he's going to surprise a lot of people at round four, pick 109. But I hope he breaks his leg for the Seattle Seahawks and they cut him. And then Jason Light can go snag him and he can be a pro bowler for us. Tariq Woolen, cornerback, round five. Is, this is a guy that everybody was high on in the draft. Again, he played in, in a, in, and he didn't play in Division One. It is what it is. Tariq Woolen is a guy that was a former wide receiver turned cornerback, ran a 4-3-40 has the physical tools to be great, um, had, but we'll see how he plays against top competition. Tyreek Smith, defensive end, Ohio State, another in the line of Ohio State guys, that, that, you know, top recruits that can, that can actually rush the passer, had an under, underwhelming career at Ohio State. Uh, Bo Melton, wide receiver, Rutgers. Uh, I loved him in the gauntlet. I thought, I thought he has the size and speed to be a decent uh, a wide receiver in the NFL. His hands are okay. I thought they were good during the gauntlet. Um, there's just nothing spectacular about him. Derek Young, wide receiver, Illinois, Ryan. There's uh, a guy that a lot of the scouts were talking about as one of the sleepers in the draft. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But, again, Sea Chicken's got a starting tackle. Uh, they got a starting linebacker. I think Kenneth Walker is going to be the starting running back, so that I think he's going to get a lot of carries. They drafted another tackle in Abraham Lucas, which is probably going to get playing time. Kobe Bryant, to me, is, is one of the steals of the draft in the fourth round. I think he's going to be a solid NFL starter. Uh, Tariq Woolen, the jury's out. I have no idea what's going to happen with him. He has all the athletic talent, but it could take him years to adjust. Tyreek Smith is a guy, like I said, high recruit. He flashes, flashes, flashes. Um, can't play the run at all, but he can rush the passer. The rest of the wide receivers between Bo Melton and, and, and Derek Young are just training camp guys that, that have a possibility of being good. But that's all I'm talking about, great, with the Seattle Chief Sea Chicken. That's all I'm doing with them. Not going to give them any more minutes. Right, best in class listeners, I'm sorry that you had to sit through, you know, a two-minute breakdown on the Seattle, but I'm trying to break down all the teams. Again, best 25 minutes in football. Please visit us at BillCurryFord.com. See all of our great specials. Order a car through our new concierge service program and get $500. Uh, get Nikki on the phone. She'll walk you through the whole process, follow you through all the way. Uh, get with Grace at gthomas.com. If you have anything in the, in the community that you need help with, we have 41 active charities at Curry's Cares. The Curry family is one of the last family-owned Ford stores in the area. We're proud of that. The Curry family is the third generation ownership, has been in Tampa 61 years. And, are, are, and when you think of Tampa, you think of the Currys. These are great people, and it's a privilege to work for them. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, follow us at Bill Curry Tampa. Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. Please share this with your friends. Get my ratings up. Uh, I need higher ratings because I have self-esteem problems, uh, Grace will tell you. So please keep going. And I look forward to breaking down mini camps for you coming up. Have a great guy. Have a great night, guys.